Welcome to this week's edition of the Pete Mazzetti Show. I'm your host, Pete Mazzetti. My guest this evening is the coach, George DeMeo, from iHeartRadio and 960 WELI. Coach! Hey, buddy. Peter, good to see you. Good to see you, good my friend. You. Good to see you. How have you been? I've been doing just great, thanks. Awesome, awesome. So, George, tell us a little bit about yourself and <laughs> how you got involved with the radio career. Well, it all starts... It many moons stuck. ago. Oh, it did. <laughs> well, not that, not as many as you think. No. <laughs> I, I've always, um, you won't believe this, right. but uh, when I was growing up, yes, and I might be playing a baseball game in the backyard, mm -hmm. either by myself or with my buddies, right. I would do play-by-play -play of the game. There you go. I mean, I'd even keep a scorebook and do stats. Oh, there you go. Uh, but then... When I really got serious, I started doing, uh, when my boys were in high school, I did some games on their community access channels back then, they were called. There you are. Well, uh, that's what East this Haven. is. Right. Right. It was in East Haven. Sure. I did some basketball games and uh, got to like that, of course, and, uh, you know, thought about it, and finally, one day, my uh, one of my buddies i was working at the, the telephone company at the time snet okay working the night shift midnight to eight o'clock cool fun yeah well i actually didn't mind it <laughs> yeah right um i got a call from my buddy who was a custodian at the east haven middle school All right. and he called me and he said george he said listen he listened to casey 101 every morning absolutely faithfully and i said okay what's going on he said casey 101 was just on i listened to it they're taking audition tapes for a sportscaster. All right. And I'm thinking, he says, look, that's perfect for you. I mean, you've, you've been doing play-by-play -play every time we go to a game as it is. You know, why don't you send the tape in? So, uh, again, got home from work one day. Uh, I had the Journal Courier, dates myself a little bit. Yep. Morning, morning <laughs> paper. Took a look at the sports section. I had a cassette player. I know that's Dayton, too. Right. Cassette player and uh, made a copy of a tape right and i did it only once i listened to it back and i said hey it sounds pretty good to me sure I, mean, I didn't stumble i didn't hesitate so i sent it in to kc 101 which the studios were in north haven at the time really I yeah they're in north haven that's where that's where they started and uh, i was living in uh, uh east haven at the time okay so i sent that in and I got a call maybe two or three days later, and they said, George, it's Casey 101. Steph Ryback was the guy that I was talking to, Mike Scalzi. Mike was the operations manager. Steph was the music director. Okay. They said, we want you to know you're one of the final five. We're taking five finalists. What we're doing is we're going to have each one of you come in one day during the week next week. Your final interview will be a sports report live on KC 101. Ah. So I said fine and they told me my day was Wednesday. All right. So I said okay Wednesday morning I worked my night shift uh, SNET went over to the radio station and I had a jacket on with me at the time that said uh, Coach George. It was a basketball jacket. I coached a bitty basketball team. We had won the championship. Okay. So I uh, year before and I said said coach George and they said wow they said well if you get the job ah. we will call you to coach and I said there you okay go. there you go so I had my uh, my jacket on and I was 
you know, ready to go. And I'd already read the morning paper and knew what I wanted. And they said, why don't you go in the next studio and get ready for your report and, you know, write it out, whatever you're going to do. Sure. And I, I said to him, I said, quite frankly, I don't need to do that. I'll go in there, but I don't need it. They yeah. said, why not? I said, I have it up here. It's all up there, right. So I said, I know what I'm going to say. They said, oh, my God, we haven't had anybody do that so far. Uh, and I went in the studio for a little while. They called me in. I did my report, which I thought went pretty well. Right. had a lot of fun. I thanked them for their time. Absolutely. And I went home. And that night, Wednesday night, I got a call from Mike Scalzi, the operations manager, and he said, George, uh, we're letting you know now you already got the job. We know there's two more people coming in. Thursday and Friday, right? but we're telling you, you have the job. Excellent. The rest is history. I've been KC101, ELI, and ABZ, those stations, for 36 years. Wow. 36 years later. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's how it started. Right. Exactly how it started. Right. And, it, and I believe you guys are in Hamden now. In Hamden now. Right. 1993-94 uh, yep. time we merged. Uh, KC101 and WABZ mm -hmm. uh, merged. Uh, were bought actually by WELI. Yes. ELI bought us, and we moved everything out to Hamden, yes. Okay. Yep, by so, Benham Hill Drive. Absolutely. Now, how did you guys handle during the pandemic? In terms of... In terms of your show? In well, terms of I did my... I have a Saturday show. I still did. Yeah. Uh, I did work from home. They didn't want me coming in, nope. so I... They gave me some equipment. They set it up in my condo. I did the show there from March to maybe middle. I went back to the studios August 28th. Okay. Uh, after I got back from vacation last year. So I, I, I went back and I've been doing it from the studio now. On. Now, yes. with the variant out, we were in the same studio. We, we weren't in the same studio. I'm in one studio. My producer's in another. We got back together in the same studio for a few weeks when the variant hit. Now we're back in separate studios again. Gotcha. But um, all of my crew, which I'm happy to say, and myself have all been vaccinated. Oh, yeah, me too. So when I do my preseason show, uh, right. I will be doing it in the studio with my guest and my uh, producer in, in the same studio. Speaking of preseason show, I think yeah. I understand we have a preseason show coming up. Yeah. Let's talk so, about it. Yeah. High school football preseason show. And quite frankly, this might be a year where who knows what's going to happen. Right. Everybody had last year off. Right. They don't have a lot of kids. Maybe they had varsity experience. I've talked to many coaches already on my show. Yeah. Uh, maybe they have two. Remember, these are sophomores that are seniors now. Right. Maybe they had a little game experience. Maybe they didn't. Right. So it should be an interesting year. Really yeah, should. Absolutely. So making predictions. Yeah. No. I mean, I, I guess you could, but, right, but you I don't know. know how much stock you're going to put into them. Absolutely. You absolutely. Know. You and I have a mutual friend. Go right ahead. And that mutual friend would be Glenn Longarini, who was actually here last week. Glenn Longarini and oh. I became... Great friends during the pandemic, obviously, and Absolutely. when things were bad, I, he was on my show. In fact, I, I told him one time, I said, people are thinking you're going to be on every week. He was on <laughs> like 12 times. Yes. 12. And uh, I actually invited him once we started doing games again. Yeah. I invited Glenn to do color with me on a basketball game. Okay. So we actually came out one night to a game at, uh, I believe it was Jonathan Law okay. in Milford, sure. yep. and he 
did color with me uh, in one of the games and had some fun. Really? Yeah. Oh, cool. We had some fun. Cool. He's a really nice guy. He's a super guy. He's a really very fact, he's, down My wife's a big fan of his, and for my wife to say she's a big fan of anybody's, uh, <laughs> right off the hop, she said, you know, she said, he, he has a, a nice voice, a calming voice. Uh, he, he's, he, he thinks about what before he says anything. Right. And she said, if he runs for office, I'd vote for him. Absolutely. I said, okay, Glenn, that is one vote you got. <laughs> there you go. There you go. What are you going to do? Now, it's, now, as far as the radio career goes, you, were, you always weren't in radio. I believe you were an educator? Uh, I was at the same time. At one point in my life, What'd you I, teach? I taught, uh, well, before I got in radio, I taught fifth grade at Thompson School in West Haven, which is no longer there. Okay. It's not a school anymore. Okay. I taught fifth grade, and then I've had a crazy Then I worked at uh, the telephone company, and I left teaching. Okay. And did some other jobs, uh, and then went back into teaching, reapplied 15 years later. <laughs> 15 years later. Really? Yeah, 15 years later, I went back uh, to teaching. Oh, it was 19, I taught for a few years, then left, 1993, 94. Okay. Went back to uh, teaching, I taught eighth grade, middle school ah. which is not the easiest thing to teach no but uh, but the kids were great I taught East Haven okay. East Haven middle school okay I taught social studies ah. so for 15 years obviously you liked it I loved it yeah. I still do I yeah. would still I yeah if someone came in and offered me a teaching job I you know history or social studies I would probably I, I really think I love it love the kids absolutely love being in the classroom with them absolutely you know, I know it's different than it was maybe a few years ago but I still like it. Absolutely. And I see. I saw recently that the University of Connecticut's making the headlines. Well, no? not for the right reason. No. Um, listen, huh. uh, they brought Randy Etzel back, if that's what you're referring to. Yes. They brought him back. So right. whose mistake was that? Right. It was theirs. Right. But I tell you what, I got a chance what? to meet him many years ago. And this okay. was right, it was at a press well, a little dinner press conference, and he said, he leaned over after talking to him, he said, he said, George, I got a big announcement coming up. And I said, really, Randy, what is it? He goes, we're going Division One." And I said, really? wow, that's, why? I didn't say that. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. I asked that. Why? Uh, and that's what he, he did announce. And listen, hmm. in my mind, they're not a Division One school. Yeah. I say, when they used to play in the Yankee Conference years ago with mm -hmm. Maine and New Hampshire, Vermont, yeah, yeah. Massachusetts, that's who they should be playing. Right. That's who they should be playing. Right. And they want to play Army, that's great, or Navy, I don't care, that's nice. Right. But to, to play Purdue and Middle Tennessee State, and, and the biggest one is going to Clemson. Well, we know why they're doing it, they're getting money. Right. But to sacrifice your kids for that? Right. For a million bucks? No. Okay. Mm, sure. George, would you mind sticking around for another segment? Whatever you want. All right, we'll whatever right you back. want. I'm here. We'll be right back. Oh, it's on. Release the meteor. He's looking at you, kid. I dig it.
That felt pretty great. something to feel okay to drive, you're not okay to drive. Don't drive buzzed. Welcome back to this week's edition of the Pete Zetti Show. I'm your host, Pete Zetti, sitting here with the coach, George Chameo. Coach, welcome back. Hey. Hey. Glad to be here, Thanks Peter. Thanks for sticking glad around, to, buddy. Thanks for me? sticking around. I'll stay here for as many segments as you want. There I you go. Care. One of the stories that we're going to tell right now <laughs> is a story on how you and I met. Yes. This was... Many years ago, you were doing a remote, I believe in Milford, correct me if West I'm wrong. Haven. West Haven, okay. If it's, if it's Dan's, yeah. Yeah, it's Dan's. West Haven. Dan's. You were doing a remote at Dan's Doghouse in West Haven. Correct. I came down to say hello. Right. And you sent me to the Yale football game that afternoon. Oh, is that right? Yeah, you sent me to the game. You said, here, here's two tickets. Go, You and your buddies go to the game. Okay. And let me know how it was. <laughs> Yeah, Dan's Doghouse was a place that uh, owned by Dan and Louise Maffio, who yeah. I got to meet. Uh, somebody brought their name up when I was in the studio one day, Dan's Doghouse. Yeah. And when I first heard the name, I thought it was a, a dog grooming place. <laughs> no, really, I thought it was, what would you think? I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, a dog grooming place. Dog grooming place. Right, no. And I went down there, and son of a gun, it's a hot dog, hamburger, that kind of a yeah, stand. Yeah, absolutely. And I met uh, Louise that day. And while I was there, I, I said, listen, I'm pitching you for high school sports. And she said, okay, I'll, let's do it. And they even named a uh, special after me at, at Dan's Dog House. They did. Oh, yeah. Forgot what it was called. All right. But it was, uh, it was Coach DeMeo something and with hot dogs or hamburger or something. Yeah. But it was a special. All right. And I got to know them. They became big followers of me and sponsor uh, sponsored by high school sports. All right. Well, we kept in touch, and they sponsored me. Even, uh, you know, even after I did the remote, mm -hmm. they were on for a few years, and then, uh, believe it or not, one day when I was thinking about moving, and yeah. one of the places we wanted to move back to was my hometown of West Haven. Right. We, uh, I grew up there. Right. And. Uh, we were looking at some condos down by the water in West Haven. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it's gorgeous down there. Oh, absolutely. Believe it or not, they were owned by Dan and Louise Mafia, who owned Dan's Doghouse. Really? So we looked at a couple. We rent one. And uh, to, to this day, we're still friends. And now they're my landlords. Wow. They're my landlords Oh, my now. goodness. Oh, yeah. Oh I call up. I, I saw Dan and Louise a few days ago. All right. Doing great, and they're Absolutely. just the and you know what they said they, hmm. they'll be the greatest landlords they ever had, and boy, they they sure are. They're great people, are they? Hardworking, great. Yeah, people. no, they seem they, they seem like very nice. They people. seem like wonderful people. I mean, uh, what food place that you know of on St. Patrick's Day? Right. This was during the hockey season, yeah. and I actually went on the air because they were sponsoring then. Right. Gave away free, free corned beef sandwiches to anybody who came in. Oh. And they were cutting. Roast beef, they like you wouldn't believe. Free. Absolutely. Free. Wow. Gave sandwiches to everybody who came in. Absolutely. Absolutely. Nice. They're good people. Absolutely. Speaking of good, we're going to stay on the good people line for a second. 
John and Judy Clark from WCNX Radio in Middletown. Two of my favorite people. I Absolutely. met Judy before John. Absolutely. And she is just a sweetheart. Been, been in my one of my biggest fans for yeah many years. Absolutely. They're both they're bo they're both wonderful people. And unfortunately, like we were telling, I was talking to you before we taped tonight. Yeah. John recently passed away of pancreatic yeah, cancer. Yeah. What a great guy. Oh, absolutely. Great guy. I mean, uh, there isn't much absolutely. to say about certain people other than they're just great people. Absolutely. That's all, period. Absolutely. That's all you got to say. Done. But him. Judy is ah. absolutely wonderful. 100%. Abs Solid gold. Top shelf, I call it. <laughs> absolutely. Top shelf. Top shelf. Absolutely. I love, I love her. So what do we think the... We're not going to predict. What do we think the football season is going to look like this year as far as, like, spectator-wise? And well, you think there's going to be people, people yes, on the stands? Oh, yes, yeah. I believe the CIC is going to let each, like they did for the other sports, okay. let them decide if they want people or not. I think you're going to see people there. Absolutely. Uh, only because the football people are so hungry right. for football. Absolutely. That if they get told they can't go see their kids play after not – Having any season last year, yeah, that could uh, get ugly. It, it, I, you might see mass riots. Absolutely. So I think you'll see people there, whether they have to wear masks. I don't know. Uh, I know the players on the sidelines. I believe are required to wear masks. I not the players so. on the field. Uh, will there be kids testing positive for it? Yeah, probably. Probably. Um, I know they've. Uh, lightened up on the quarantine factor if you've been vaccinated right that's why everybody should get vaccinated absolutely it's an editorial absolutely get vaccinated yes do please. yourself a favor please you're either free get vaccinated it's better to be vaccinated than not be vaccinated absolutely and uh so i think you'll see that but i think we'll get to it we got to a great spring season yeah which i really enjoyed and we got to a shortened winter season right. but a, but a good one right but a good one Absolutely. But I think football will be okay. State championships in December. Mm -hmm. They're going to go through the regular season. So I look forward to doing the playoffs and state championships again, you know, in December. Absolutely. Before we hit the winter. Now, we're going to talk about another mutual friend you and I have. Right. And don't hold this one against me. Steve Philippone. Uh, <laughs> Steve and I go back a long, long way. Wonderful guy. He was an assistant with Larry Ciotti when yes, I first he was. met him. And took over the program. Was yeah. on, been on my show many, many times. Absolutely. Uh, what can I say? He's. Uh, if you're going to have a kid who, you know, play football, you 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 want Steve Philippone to be your coach. Absolutely. Because he he knows his stuff. He has great programs. Had great programs at hand. Now he's an assistant there great. at hand again with the yeah. new man. So. Uh, yeah, great guy. Who is the new man at hand? I don't even know. I'm glad you asked. I was thinking of it when you asked me, and, I, and, okay. I, and the name slips my mind. Okay. Um, that's okay. I thought it might be Becker, but I'm not sure. Uh, no, that, that's not there. He's somewhere else. Yeah, no, there yeah. Is, there, I, I don't. There, there, is, there, isn't, there is a new man at hand. And there I is. Don't, I just of don't which know he's going to be a, top, uh, an assistant. In fact, I'm going to get out to see him because uh, they've got new Canaan coming to the surf club, I believe, week three. And I know they have a big game later on in the year at Notre Dame in West Haven. So they're coming to the Surf Club. I believe in week New three. Canaan's going to hand. Yeah. Now, what, you, what I'm going to tell you to do when you do the new, are you going to be doing uh, the game, or are you just going it, to? It's be? on. It's on the list for broadcast possibility. Yes. Dress warm. Oh, please. But this is in, this is in September. <laughs> this is in September, so it's not November. So it's not too bad. My crew even says to me. 
Let's go early if we're going to go there. Let's go early. You <laughs> go know? now. Let's not go November. You're no. right. No. I know. I know no. what you mean. <laughs> they also have great soccer programs. I am going to cover, um, not broadcast, but cover right. soccer again this year like I did last year. Really? Maybe a game or two. Yeah, go to a soccer game. Oh, give cool. out the plaques and stuff with the player of the game and hot dogs and hamburgers and all that good stuff from my man, Eric Hummel. I was going to say, was that a, because I've seen you with the Hummels player yeah. of the game, what do you just give them a certificate for hot? Because I've seen they the get, it's a I've seen the certificate, yep. but I can't you can't it, read it. It's a certificate it's for three pounds okay. of Hummel skinless hot dogs ah. and three pounds of Hummel hamburgers. They get six pounds of meat and the plaque from Extreme Designs in East Haven. Okay, they get a plaque, make their picture up all over the place. Okay, and uh, yeah, so in a given season, Eric Hummel gives out more than six hundred pounds of free. Hot dogs and hamburgers to oh, my players. If I do over 100 games, absolutely. If I do all four sports, <laughs> uh, you know, football, hockey, basketball, then I do baseball, softball in the spring. Right. It's over 100 games. Coach, you're all over the place. Well, <laughs> buddy, you're I, all, you're I have all a lot over. Of, I have a lot of fun. Absolutely. I do this because I have fun. Absolutely. Because I have fun. And from what I hear, Hummels, they give a, back, a lot back to the community. Eric Hummel I've is never maybe met one Eric. of the, oh, it's been good, again, a guy, he's one, of, it, I, I always call him, he's my longest running high school sports sponsor. All right. Uh, he jumped aboard first, and uh, he always is giving back to the, to the community. Okay. He's that type of guy. Wow. That's why he loves giving out hot dogs and hamburgers. We started with just hot dogs. Okay. And then one year he said, let's add hamburgers to that. So now it's six pounds of meat. And what I said to him was, listen, if I go to some, last year I covered soccer right. in the fall yep. and go into the games and I gave out plaques to the player of the game. Yeah. This year I said to him, Eric, listen, as long as I'm going out to the game and I'm going to mention you anyway and right. you know the kid will have the certificate, could I give out hot dogs and hamburgers to the soccer players? Even though I'm not broadcasting, I'm just going to cover the game. He said, I don't see why not. So. There you go. He's given them out as well. So actually, be more than 600 pounds this year. Holy cow. Yeah. It's a lot I, did, of, I did not know Hummels made hamburgers. Yes. I they're did. in the freezer section of your grocery store. Okay. And let me tell you something. They're <laughs> about this big, and they don't shrivel. They're not like hockey pucks. When you put the Hummel hamburger on, <laughs> right. well, that's what a lot of them yeah, do. Yeah, absolutely. They stay nice and big. They're delicious. Oh, there you absolutely go. Absolutely delicious. There you go. But uh, you get three-pound box, <laughs> and that's what I give to the player certificate, and they go down to uh, Eric. Yeah. Hummel yep. Brothers in New Haven, yep. Long Wharf. Absolutely. He told me he's got so many certificates that kids have cashed in and parents, he's got enough to wallpaper an entire house. I want to meet him one of these he's days. He's a great guy. I'm sure you can make that happen. I'm, I know I can. I'm sure you um, can make that happen. Big University of Alabama. He graduated from University of Alabama. Oh, roll Tide. Yeah, and so did his son. He went there too, so they're really? big Alabama fans. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yep. So, Football season, football season, and then in the winter you do you do you doing basketball this year? Boys and girls basketball okay. and high school hockey. Ah. I do both. So okay. my winter season is probably the busiest because between basketball and hockey, yeah. that's minimum of uh, probably four days a week, sometimes five days a week working. Exactly. Because you do a couple basketball games, do right. a couple hockey games. There's four. Sometimes you have an added game. Right. So I do the most games in the winter, maybe. 60 between the two sports or 65 oh yeah and we take hockey yep. right through the championships uh when they were at the ingles rink hopefully they'll be back at the ingles yeah, rink. yeah yeah uh so i'll be there at the ingles for that for hockey and i cover basketball 
through the state tournament first or uh, second round. There you go. Yeah. Now, I actually, when my dad went and got his COVID shot, he went to Floyd Little yep, in New Haven. What a beautiful complex. Oh, never, oh, no, I've never been. He oh. was like, the, his last shot, he looks at me, he's like, do me a favor. I'm like, what? He was like, you get in. He was like, I'm going to go get my last shot and hang out. I'm like, okay. He's like, go walk around the field house. Oh, Tell yeah. me what you think. I'm oh, like, yeah. oh, my God. I've done God. many basketball games there. And what's nice is when they set you up, they set you up right at midcourt. Yeah. So you're right there on top of the action. Absolutely. Have a lot of fun. What it's a, a great place. What a beautiful complex. It is. Oh, my God. Very much so. God. It is. And it's at Hill House High School? Hill House is, is right next door. Yep, yeah. Right next door. Is it, is it a big high school? Uh, yeah. You mean size-wise? Yeah, size-wise. It's fluctuated between double L, L, and M over the years. Okay. But it's at least L, yeah. But they play all their home games at the Floyd Little. Yeah. Rare do they play a game. Once in a while, they'll play a game in the Hill House gym. I know the girls. Really? Well, the girls' basketball coach, yep. Katrina Hawley, likes playing in her gym. Okay. So she doesn't play all her games at the Floyd Little. Right. She likes to stay in her gym. I don't blame her in a way for that. Okay. Because it's got a bandbox atmosphere, and when you get a big crowd, Real noisy. Absolutely. Uh, you know what I mean? As opposed to the Floyd Little, which yeah. you get noisy, but there's a lot of people there. Yeah, you, you can hear yourself think. Exactly. Absolutely. That's why she likes the gym. Yeah. I don't blame her. Though. Yeah, right. Exactly. George, we're out of time, but before we say goodnight, I'm going to thank you for coming down. And hopefully, Anytime. Hopefully we'll have you on again soon. I hope so. All right. Thanks, hey, bud. Take care. Take care, George. Okay. On behalf of George DeMeo, I'm Pete Mazzetti. Thanks. Good night. We'll see you next time.